Hello. Welcome back. Episode 20. Pop pop. Exciting stuff. Can't believe 20 weeks already. It's kind of ridiculous. You know, I don't really introduce myself in each episode, but I feel like it's unnecessary. If you're listening at all, you've already clicked the link, literally, and know what you're listening to and who I am, probably. And if you don't know who I am, then I apologize because I'm coming off like a dick right now. You hate to see it. First impression, not great, but I'll win you over if you keep listening. Still, you clicked the episode. You know what it's about. Do I need to say my name every time? Maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't. If you want to hear my name said, write a comment on social media at the link underscore podcast, and I'll give you a totally personal hello every single time you ask. I promise. Anyway, it's almost half a year? Yeah, math is hard. Gonna have to do something extravagant and crazy for episode 52. That could be fun. But we're on 20. And I had a different idea for this week, taking it in a new direction, solo episode, no guest. Rather than coming up with one topic and just sitting down for an hour or two and then cutting it up and doing it the normal way, I want to do a couple minutes every day this week, so it'll be seven different entries put together into one podcast. Kind of like a, you know, just a daily entry journal thing. None of them have to make sense together. I just kind of want to see what it comes out like and see what the topics go and do something unscripted because I take a lot of notes and I just kind of want to throw them aside and see where it goes when I turn the mic on. So it'll be like a, a daily Dear Diary entry. Triple D. And maybe we do more of these, so it's like Triple D1. So it's DDD1, which is not a droid in Star Wars, but it sure sounds like one. That'd be very cool. We gotta talk to Lucas or Disney. DDD1. Delta 3. That's another good name. There's a lot of good Triple D names. We're gonna have to work on it. We'll see which one sticks. But yeah, I want to try this out. So I guess today's Monday, it'll be the intro. And then Sunday will be the outro. And then all the other days will be the... Why isn't there a tro for the middle? Mid-tro. How about that? But yeah, I hope you come with me on this journey, because I have no idea where this week is going to go to, what's going to happen each day. There's nothing scripted. I have nothing planned. I'm just going to talk about what comes to me each day. You know, I've been... I used to light candles a lot, and now I've switched over to essential oils and free plug. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to name them, because I messaged them on Instagram and see if we could hook up an ad thing, and they didn't answer me. So, you know what? No plug. Okay? How about that? But I do use essential oils every day, and I wanted to see, do people think that they actually change your mood to what they say on the bottle, or is it just a nice smell? Because I go with the nice smell thing, and it's totally fine. I'm good with that. But... You know, they're selling you a bill of goods. Anyway, today is orange. So we want to see if I feel or sound to you guys the same way that they describe. Because I've had orange burn. Not burning, but I've had orange going all day. And uh, I don't know if it does anything. This one says, orange oil is an effective anti-inflammatory, antidepressant, and antiseptic. Highly prized by the ancient Greeks, orange oil is a natural wonder. A natural wonder. Wow. Greeks love orange, huh? Who knew that? If I have any Greek listeners, both international or domestic, comment somewhere with an orange emoji. I need to know. Is this real or is this BS? Oranges, man. Good smell. Good taste. I like oranges. Anyway, I should talk about something that happened on Sunday night. Technically, it was after midnight, I think, so it counts for this week. We're counting it. And Sunday to Sunday is a week, so we gotta get the entries in. But 4th of July is coming up. And people like to light fireworks, which I get it. I mean, I'm not huge on fireworks. They're cool. Uh, they seem to annoy pets, which I don't have, but I do love dogs. And people with dogs always get annoyed by it, so I feel for that. Also, 
It looks nice, but the loud ones, I just don't understand. If it's not looking nice, then what is the point of lighting off fireworks? Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. The point I'm making is, last night, at like 1 in the morning on a Sunday night, not that I have to get up for anything, nor do I get up early no matter what, but point remains, people are lighting off fireworks really late. And I'm like, dude, it's not even July, let alone the 4th. It's not even the right month yet. Give it a break. If you want to do them on the weekend of 4th of July, then fine, do that. If you're doing it on a Sunday night at all, you're kind of an asshole unless 4th of July falls on the Sunday. Then, okay. But even then, people got to get up for work, man. Chill out. Not me, but people do. And if you're a week early and you're doing them when no one is out watching, no one's standing on the street watching them at 1 in the morning, it's for like two people, and they're just loud as fuck. Like, whoever came up with the idea of just a loud bang firework that shows nothing. What is that? Are we trying to simulate war sound? What are we doing? It's so annoying to everybody. Just so, just no. Just stop. Ridiculous. You know, I'm just realizing I was listening to Mark Marin today, and now I'm getting all like old man on the porchy, which is how I am most of the time. But I wonder if that had anything to do with it. Although, I'm not depressed, so I guess this orange oil is working. I'm also not inflamed, and I feel pretty good about Greek people, I guess. Greek food's great. I don't have anything against them. Don't love tzatziki sauce, but I don't like white and creamy things. But that's a whole nother episode. It's not what you're thinking. Get your head out of the gutter. Maybe this orange stuff does have something to it. So then it's like 2 in the morning, and people are just lighting off fireworks, and I'm getting annoyed for no real reason. I'm just watching TV anyway, and also I have my headphones on half the time, so I don't even hear most of it. But still, it's the principle. And then as I'm annoyed, somehow I started watching stand-up comedy to f try to fall asleep to, and then I get went down the road of Rodney Dangerfield, because I'm like, he sounds annoyed most of the time about things, but makes it hilarious, so let's do that. First of all, I feel like the guy's just totally underrated. He doesn't get talked about enough now, but he just cracks me up anytime I put a video on. Hilarious. The writing is just so tight. I tell you, my wife and I, we were happy, you know? We were happy for 20 years. And then we met each other. The guy's a genius. I mean, has he... It's just so perfect. It's so him. It's so like... And then the respect thing. So it's 2 in the morning. I'm listening to Roddy Dangerfield. I'm cracking up. Sleep is eluding me. And now I'm thinking about, I get no respect, you know? And then I think, wow, I wonder if... Rodney Dangerfield and Aretha Franklin ever bumped into each other and go, hey, you know, the respect thing worked well for both of us, huh? And then I think like, well, someone had to have come up with that joke and spruced it up and made it a funny thing. So I Google Rodney Dangerfield, Aretha Franklin, which of course is going to come up with nothing. But turns out Rodney Dangerfield did a special for TV. I guess I don't know if it was a comedy special or if it was like a variety show or what it was. But I watched a clip of it, and lo and behold, he had Aretha Franklin on to sing during his TV special. So, at some point in the green room, they must have pointed at each other and nodded and go, Respect. Eh? Respect. And so, you know, maybe that happens. Maybe this is just a look into how insane my brain is. Maybe it's both. But now you guys know the way I think. It's nonsense. It's insane up there. And you're gonna get six more days of this. Is it going to be Rodney Dangerfield or Aretha Franklin again? Probably not, but I don't know. Who's to say? We'll find out tomorrow, but you'll find out in 10 seconds, not even. Here we go. Hit the music. Tuesdays. I feel like Tuesdays get no love. They have no identity. 
Monday stinks, everyone knows it, but at least it's a thing. Wednesday's hump day, at least it has a name and camels and shit. And then Thursday, you're getting ready for the weekend, you're ratcheting it up. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, great. Tuesday, what is Tuesday? The only thing I could think of is Tuesdays with Stories, which is a great podcast, play on the name Tuesdays with Maury, another good book. The podcast is with Mark Normand and Joe List, so check that out, it's on YouTube, it's good. And I took Joe List's Tuesday. It was emphatic, it sounded good. So for you, the Monday section just ended. For me, I'm a whole new person. Different thing, different essential oil scent. Today we went with spearmint. You know, I guess I do have a New York accent a little bit. I don't really hear it very much, but when I went to college, got made fun of a lot for saying Mario instead of Mario. And everyone who I went to college with who might be listening to this understands. And yeah, whatever. I say it how I say it. Deal with it. Spearmint is another one. I kind of put an A after the spear, but it's spearmint, which just sounds weird to me. And then I had to look up, like, why is it spearmint? And lo and behold, the leaves on spearmint are shaped like spears, which makes all the sense in the world. But how am I supposed to feel with spearmint? Promotes an uplifted mood and sharpened focus. I am focused. I'm feeling pretty focused. I stood over the essential oil and sucked it in a little bit to see if it would really focus me up, you know? And uh, here we are. I don't know. We'll see how many topics I bounce around between before you decide if I'm focused or not. And then I got to thinking, why is the Spearmint Rhino called what it is? The strip club in Vegas. It's very famous. I'm not just pulling random strip clubs out of here. But why? Who came up with that? So I looked it up. And wouldn't you know it, there's a reason for that too. The Spearmint Rhino in Vegas took over a ch from a chain of children's restaurants called the Peppermint Elephant, and they just thought it was funny to play on the words. First of all, insane move to buy a children's restaurant and turn it into a strip club. Respect, but insane. Second of all, to just randomly keep the name and not care at all and have it be this hit thing, awesome. Third of all, South Park did an episode where they had a strip club called the Peppermint Hippo, and now that makes a lot of sense. So here's a lesson in nothing you ever need to know, but it's a fact, and again, this is how my brain works, deal with it. It's funny how I was talking about uplifted mood, because I woke up in a terrible mood actually, but it's gone away right away, and that's because I had this weird dream that I can't even really remember now, but when I woke up, it was like terrible. I was like, oh, that was so bad. It's just going to set me on a bad course for the rest of my day. And then it just doesn't happen. You just forget dreams. What is that about? Why don't dreams go from short-term memory to long-term memory? There's probably a reason for that, and I'm not going to research it and just spout it out to you on the podcast. Google it yourself. But yeah, it's weird. It's very bizarre. It happens to me all the time, even with good dreams. I wake up and I'm like, I want to go back into that. And I fall asleep. Lo and behold, I'm doing something stupid. I'm doing, like, taxes in my dreams. I'm like, why? What happened? Come on, give me back. Brutal. But then you fire up some spearmint and the day is fixed. Also, booked an impromptu trip to Los Angeles. Why not? My friend Abe got an extra gig working on Marvelous Miss Maisel, and he's going to L.A. for it, and we wanted to go. Exciting. Talk about uplifted mood. My friend Pork is going, too. Everyone knows him. Love him. Clap it up. And, uh... Yeah, I'm just realizing that no one understands these nicknames that I'm giving to these people, but I kind of like it better that way. It's mysterious. And if you know Abe Froman, you know what it's from. I'm not going to tell you. You should know. Deep reference. Pretty good, though. And uh, yeah, the Sausage Kings will uh, travel west. And if you want to hear more about that, that's a whole nother episode. But they'll be on eventually. We're slowly peeling away the onion. We're giving lore to my life. This is nice. We're all bonding here. Booking a trip makes you feel so good. 
It's all upside. Once you get there, it's usually great. I do enjoy myself, but it's the booking of the thing that gets me even more excited. It's like planning a fun thing, although I'm not a planner at all. But when people plan things for me, it's exciting. All the possibilities. Anything could happen out west. We're going to do this thing. We're going to Hollywood, baby. And then you get there and it's like, yeah, it's a good trip, son. Beach, cool. But the anticipation of it is what I love. So I'm living in it right now, baby. West Coast, let's roll. Not going to bring my podcasting equipment because the last time I did that going to the West Coast, I lost it. And then I got it back. What a wild saga that was. Also, I'm recording this right after I woke up, which is a rare move for me. Generally, it's later in the day that I record the pods. And I'm not a morning person at all. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a night owl. I'm up till all hours and then I'm sleeping till all hours. I'm still getting eight hours sleep, but it's just off schedule and it kills me. Even in college, I just skipped all my 8 a.m. classes. Sorry, mom, but it just wasn't going to happen. You know me better than that. And I should apologize to my dad, too, but we just did an episode recently where he just skipped out on school and classes and go play music in the street and roll drums around. So first of all, go listen to that. Best episode yet. Second of all, Maybe the spearmint is onto something. Pretty good mood for an early morning. Rare for me. Making steps, making progress, making bacon. And that's how we wrap a day. See you Wednesday. Or in a second or two. Wednesday, Adam. First of all, it's way harder to come up with sound bites for day names than I thought it would be. I thought it'd be easy peasy lemon Wednesday or something. But I came up with Wednesday Adams, and then I realized, I don't know if I've ever watched The Adams Family. Was it, like, crazy popular? I know it was a cartoon, and then they made movies. But why do I know the names, like Gomez and Morticia? I did learn today that there's two Ds in Adams. A-D-D-A-M-S. I did not realize that. And it was like a, what do they call that, Mandela effect for me. I was like, nah, there's no way. No way there was always two Ds. But turns out, Triple D Podcast, you find out about the double Ds. It sounded worse than I wanted it to, but, you know, here we are. Uncle Fester, Lurch, The Thing, Cousin It. Like, why do I know these pop culture-y names, and yet I've ne- I don't think I've ever watched it? It's very weird. I don't know how that happened. But here we are. Wednesday. It's really hot out. It's really so hot out on the East Coast this week. And normally I don't care that much. I'll just rock the air conditioning and, you know, chill out. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Freeze. But uh, it's brutal out there. It's so humid. I ran around my block three times, and I came back looking like I was the 42-year-old guy in the NBA that just gets out there, and maybe he scores one bucket, and you go to yourself, oh, man, he's still trying. That was me. It was sad, and it was tough, and I am hot. Yeah, baby. It must have been a hilarious sight, though. I'm running around sweating, probably looking like I'm close to death. And I'm wearing a Thomas the Tank t-shirt because I went to see my goddaughter last night and I thought it would be cute and it's a funny shirt and I like zany outfits so it has a huge Thomas the Tank face on it and it's the Thomas Blue. It's classic. But if I saw me and I was a bystander, oof, that boy needs help. Good news is, I got essential oils, baby. Today went with bergamot and I even looked up how to say that because I'm like, no way it's bergamot. It sounds so... Italian-American. A bergamot. A bergamot about it. I don't know. I don't know. But it does provide confidence boost and also promotes calmness. How does that work? I feel like when I'm confident, I'm not that calm. I'm pretty in your face about it. Feeling confident. Feeling good. 
calmness. I'm like, I'm all right. Doing okay. Pretty calm. I feel like they're two different things. Maybe it's working, though. You guys will have to tell me. But like I said, I went to go see my goddaughter, Juliana, last night. Rudy Jules, the best. Shout out to Tess and the whole fam. I love kids, man. They're the best. They're so, like, pure. They don't care about anything. They just want to play and have fun. I'll play with dolls all the live long day, baby. Let's go. Let's do this. My imagination is just as crazy as theirs. Trust me. But as a 30-year-old single dude, when I say I like kids, it looks weird. Either I'm a serial killer or a creepo. Why? It stinks, man. It's really BS. They're just cute. It's not my fault. I go walking and running every day. And if there's like a little kid in a stroller just playing with his stuff and he's really cute or she's really cute and they wave, I wave back. I think that's nice. But I look like a weirdo who's the old guy waving to the kids. Stop. Ugh. It's tough out here being a white male, you know what I mean? Speaking about things that are tough, Bill Cosby got out of jail? What the actual fuck are we doing? Pennsylvania, come on. I know you're coming on strong for the worst state in the country, but Florida's got that belt and they've had it for a long time and I don't want you wrestling them for it. Jesus. I mean, not that kind of podcast. I don't want to go dark, but damn, man. Drugging rapist gets out of jail after a couple of years? Is he going to tell jokes? That would be wild. Good lord, what are we even doing? There's no way they have Jello putting Pops in jail. There's no way. And if they do, I'd think about going. I'd think about it. Room and board plus Puddin' Pops. Yeah, not terrible. It makes me laugh so much when prison is brought up and there's some guy there that's like, I would get so jacked, man. I'd just work out all the time and be cool and be huge. It's like, first of all, Arnold relax and also second Arnold Schwarzenegger reference of the same day of the same pod that's a record and it's one that I hope to break one day really nice but yeah that just doesn't sound cool guy like it doesn't sound how you think it sounds hey uh take away all my possessions and distractions and forms of entertainment and I might just do the thing that keeps me alive for a little longer man I would do it what's next you're gonna brush your teeth twice a day if you're being held hostage at a dentist's office or some shit Come on, man. Sounds like a goof. Anyway, I got like 24 hours to come up with a Thursday soundbite. Got a few ideas. They're cooking. Oh, okay. I got one. Here it is. Nah, it's just like a false transition, but I'm feeling the confidence of the bergamot, so I think I'll come up with something. That was a full-bodied one-second clip from hit-making, Grammy-winning artist The Weeknd. How cool is that guy, first of all? Great, great, great. I did go way back in the Wayback Machine for that one, though. It was uh, his second mixtape ever, I believe, before he had released an album or anything. 2011 that came out, so, you know, get on my level. I had so many potential intros for Thursday, and none of them really made sense. I landed on this one. One of them I thought about was the band named Thursday, but no one's going to understand that or get the reference, so I skipped it. But in an alternate universe, we got that one. And someone out there goes, ah, I know them. And then it's only the one person, but it's worth it for them. Also, trying to listen to sound bites of day names over and over and over, the word just loses all meaning. Which makes me think that there's another intro with the Friends clip and John Lovitz, but we're not going to do that. It's, it's a different universe. It's, it's, you can only have one intro per day, right? Unless. Well, smack my ass and call me Judy. 
fantastic. Oh, gosh. I'm so glad you like them. Like them? I could eat a hundred of them. Oh, well, um, that's all there is of these. But in about um, eight and a half minutes, we'll be serving some delicious onion tartlets. Tartlets? Tartlets. Tartlets. Word has lost all meaning. Love it, man. Underrated. One of my favorite comedic actors. What a good episode of that show, by the way. Even if you don't watch Friends, the one with the stoned guy is just fantastic. Probably number one Friends episode ever. And one of my favorite sitcom comedy anything episodes ever. So good. But yeah, you say Thursday over and over and you start to go, who came up with this? Why is it like this? Thursday. Thursday. It's just weird. It's just... All words are weird. I don't know where this day is going, but I'm clearly pretty uh, relieved of all stress. Oh, why is that, Mike? Oh, thank you for asking. It's because of my jasmine essential oils. Now it sounds like I'm cutting ads for these, but I feel like it was a fun thing to look at for a couple days, and now I'm too far in to turn around, so we're just going to continue it for the whole episode. But yeah, jasmine is a natural stress reliever and anxiety reducer. I don't feel anxious, so that's cool. Use this to bring mental clarity. Oh, well. Misstep there. There's nothing clear about what's going on in my brain. Mostly ever. Jasmine, though. It's good stuff. If anyone doesn't think of the princess from Aladdin, then I just don't think we're uh, compatible, really. There's another alternate intro where I could have done a whole new world. But, you know, it's just too much. Can't do the whole thing. I could. Bonus content? If I did a Patreon, it would probably just end up with me singing Disney songs. Tartlets. Okay, today I was listening to Armchair Expert Podcast with Dax Shepard and Monica Padman, and they interviewed Barack Obama. How cool is that, man? And I'm not going to recap the episode for you. Go listen if you want to, but after this one, have some respect. But also, that man has a silky smooth jump shot, man. Whew, that lefty stroke. It's nice. Speaking of basketball, I want to do a two minutes on this because I hate it. The Clippers lost to the Suns in the Western Conference Finals of the NBA last night. They're going to the Finals. I love the Suns. My parents live in Arizona. I'm a pseudo-Suns fan. Go Suns. Suns in four. Patrick Beverly on the Clippers. I don't know if any of you follow this or not, but whatever. Even if you're not a sports fan, you probably saw the clip, or you can easily see the clip. He's a notoriously dirty player. They're losing by like 20 in the fourth quarter. He just runs up to Chris Paul, the Suns' best player, future Hall of Famer, great player, and just shoves him hard in the back. And it's not that, like, someone was going to get hurt or anything. It's not like I'm a wimp that doesn't want contact in their sports. But it's such a lame move. You are the lamest version of a bully. And Patrick Beverly has always been this horribly dirty player. He dove at Russell Westbrook's knees. He had to get surgery. Some people think that he was never really the same after that, even though he's still great. Everyone hates Patrick Beverly. He is the worst kind of person. There's... Some guys that can play sports hard and get under your skin, and that's different than literally trying to injure or hurt people for no actual reason during the gameplay. It's so crazy to me that, so that why does that even go through your head? I mean, I guess it's good that it doesn't for me, but it's a bizarre reaction. If you're in the heat of the moment and you're frustrated and something annoying happens and you say something bad or even if you have this split-second reaction to something, I understand all of that. But this isn't that. This was him. They're losing by a lot. He had plenty of time to rationalize what was going to happen here. It wasn't just this split-second 
Chris Paul elbows him, so he punches him back. That's kind of stuff I really do understand. Maybe it's not great, but at least it's reactionary. I know it can get physical in the post. Ask people about my post game. I got up and unders. I got pump fakes. Everybody knows it. You get a mouse in the house, I'm getting a bucket. But this isn't physical play. This is garbage. This was meditated. Meditated. He didn't just sit there on the court and meditate. Oh, no. It was premeditated. He went across the court, walked up to them during a stoppage, and just pushed him in the back. And it wasn't even in the front. Stabbing him in the back? Dude. Lame. Kick that guy out of the league. Who even wants him there? He's not even good. And he's been doing this forever. I don't know why anyone puts up with this. But anyway, the mentality of it is what's weird to me. That has just never gone through my brain. Like, if someone does something truly horrible to you, then yeah, whatever. There's a defense. It's, it's a different story. For just losing and being worse than the person, you want to literally physically attack them? That makes you a wimp and just like the worst kind of person and there's no room for it. And it goes beyond sports. It's just like an insane attitude to have. And when I saw that, I was like... It's just sad. It's truly sad that someone could be like so quote unquote successful and getting moved up and, you know, rise the ranks to be playing in the NBA. And I know that playing sports doesn't make you a good person. I understand. But it means that at some point along the line, people kept pushing this guy forward and forward and forward and ignoring the fact that he was a total piece of shit the entire time. And I just can't understand why that happens. And it needs to stop happening. And I hope it does, but man, just ugly. Ugly scene. Don't be a dick. How hard is it? I hope the league comes down on him and makes an example of it, because it's ridiculous. Hey, if you have a problem with the guy, go up to him and tell him, and tell him let's go outside and figure it out. And then at least both parties are on the same wavelength. Or set up a super popular celebrity boxing match and make millions for charity and do it that way. Pushing someone in the back like that, dude? Yikes. He really should be embarrassed. I just have no time for repeat offenders and things. It's ridiculous. If you don't learn at some point, then come on. Get out of here. We don't need you here. Anyway, that was a rant I didn't really expect to go on, but I saw the game, I saw it happen, and it was just really annoying to me. Also, I've been thinking about doing a Twitch channel for a daily sports talk show. If anyone thinks they'd be interested in that, let me know. I'm trying to gauge interest if it's worth doing and putting some time and money into. I think it'd be fun. I want to keep this podcast as its own thing, but I want to do something with sports. And Twitch intrigues me. It's live, less editing, blah, blah, blah. So I think it would be pretty cool. And hit me up if you think it's a good idea. This podcast is all over the place. I have no idea how fast your brains are going to spin, but fast enough to just spin your way into the weekend. Fourth of July coming. Friday coming up in about five seconds. Ice Cube, Friday, good song, good movie. I was so torn. This one was easy to come up with sound bites for the day name, but I really had another good one. You want to hear it? I think you want to hear it. Let's hear it. That song was dope back in the day, don't lie about it. And yeah, I dyed my hair with frosted tips to look like Justin Timberlake, and no, I don't regret it. The guy's dreamy. I tried. I would still do it if I could, and I thought it would work. Interesting thing happened to me today. I was out running, and this guy's flagging me down like something was wrong. I didn't know what was going on. I had my headphones in. I'm doing Watch the Throne, you know? I'm trying to get pumped up. I don't like to run. Something's got to get me going. And this guy flags me down, and he needs my phone. His car broke down or whatever. He couldn't get it started, and he's like... You don't know how many people just either said no or passed me by and didn't say anything. And I'm like, Jesus, man. 
I I don't know. I I let him use it. It wasn't a big deal. It was five minutes. He called and got a tow truck, and that was it. And uh, he was like so thankful, which is nice. I mean, I'm not trying to like brag about doing a good thing. I'm actually trying to say that it's insane that people would just pass by unless you have somewhere specific you need to be at a certain time or something. Then let the fucking guy use your phone. He's obviously having a crappier day than you are. How many people pass this guy by? I mean, jeez, it's awful. So I'm waiting there while the guy's on the phone. I got nothing to do. I don't even have my phone to play music or keep myself engaged, but he's using the phone. So what are you going to do? I'm looking down at the sidewalk and I think to myself, why are sidewalks so crappy? At least where I am in New York, they're like all broken. The streets aren't even paved nice. It's 2021. Can we not figure out how to pave sidewalks so that they don't break apart constantly and you break an ankle even walking over them? It's kind of weird. I feel like this isn't cobblestone old west. It's cool that we have a road. I feel like if we can put people in space, we can probably figure out how to pave the sidewalk. Come on, boys and girls. Put our heads together on this one. So anyway, the guy's done. He gives the phone back. Put my music back on. Listening to Kanye Graduation. Great album. Unbelievable. And something came across my phone about uh, the Trevor Bauer incident in MLB. They suspended him. He's an abuser. He's a piece of shit. Whatever. It got me thinking about why Kanye is so villainized. It's weird to me. I love Kanye. I think he puts out awesome music and has for a really long time and is mega talented. One of the best hip hop artists we've ever had. And... He seems like the bad guy in the world for some reason, and I don't know why that is. He's done some weird stuff. He's a weird guy. I don't know him personally, and neither do most of the people that judge him, so that's weird in itself. But when you have, like, abusive people or criminals or really ugly stuff going on, like Chris Brown can sell platinum records, but Kanye West is the guy in the headlines all the time, for being hated, I just don't understand. Like, there's more than enough people to hate for real reasons. What, we hate Kanye because he's, what, Republican? And he has weird styles and sells bizarre shoes? Why? By the way, fun fact, Kanye tried to tell us on Watch the Throne about his politics and nobody listened. And I'll never let my son have an ego. He'll be nice to everyone wherever we go. I mean, I might even make him be Republican. Weird guy, good artist, don't really understand the hate when there's so many better people to hate. Anyway, roadside service, sidewalks, Kanye, that's an episode, baby. Or that's a seventh of an episode. By the way, if you feel like my voice was really sensual there, it's because I'm using sandalwood essential oil today, and that promotes mental clarity, relaxation, and calmness, but also is an effective aphrodisiac. So if you're picking up on that, ah, uh, you can't see me winking through audio. I blew it. Need a video pod. All right. Good news is, weekend's coming. Although, you guys are listening and, I don't know, time travel's hard. I'll see you Saturday. Sir Elton Hercules John. And yeah, that's his real middle name, which is awesome. And his actual birth name was Reginald Kenneth Dwight. That's about all the Elton John facts I have for now, but I feel like that was a good section.
That movie was good, Rocket Man. Taron Egerton killed it. He did all the singing himself, too. It's why I like that movie better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Although I liked that, too, but it wasn't quite as good because the singing wasn't real. Rami Malek did an awesome job as Freddie Mercury, but the singing took the Taron Egerton performance to the next level for me, so I like that one better. Freddie Mercury's birth name, Farouk Bolsara. Bet you didn't know that. Indian Parsi parents. Born on Zanzibar. I didn't even know that was a real place until I literally looked up the fact that Freddie Mercury was born there. Thought it was just a Billy Joel song. And no, I'm not putting the audio in. Just go listen to it. Nah, I'm just messing with you. Of course I'm gonna put it in. Listen to that. It's a good song. I got a jazz guitar. I've got a tab at Zanzibar. It's good stuff. I don't know when this podcast turned into a sing-along, but I don't mind it, and I hope you guys are singing along to it. And if it's just me, then it wouldn't be the first time. Switching gears, you know what movie was on while I was setting up the podcast today? Big Daddy. Classic. Classic Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler is maybe the best comedic actor of my generation. Strong claim, but it's possible, although Jim Carrey exists and so does Will Ferrell, but, you know, that's a good top three. Speaking of top, is this a top Adam Sandler movie? Probably is. Big Daddy, great. Literally great. Although his list is hard to narrow down. Airheads, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore... Wedding Singer, Waterboy, Little Nicky is funny, Punch Drunk Love is great, Mr. Deeds, Fifty First Dates, Spanglish might not make the list, but it's the first time I went to the movie theaters with a girl and made out with her during it, so it absolutely makes the list. 14-year-old me strutted out of that theater like a king, right into my mom's car, because I needed to be picked up. Longest Yard is good, Click, Rain Over Me is super underrated with Don Cheadle, I really liked that movie. Funny People was awesome, Grown Ups. Man, there's just so many. And then Uncut Gems he just did, and he's coming back on this serious kick. All right, instead of trying to pick top five, since there's so many good ones, which one is the most overrated of his great movies? I want everyone to answer, and then come to the comments section of either Twitter or Instagram, at the link underscore podcast, and tell me which one of the Adam Sandler movies that's really beloved that you're just like, eh, it's good, but it's not as good as the other ones. I'm going to try to think of mine. Let's see. I got to go with... Oh, it kills me to do it. It kills me, but I know the answer, and I don't want to say it, but I got to say it. Waterboy. I mean, it's great. It's got so many quotable funny moments, but it's just a little too on the nose. I felt the same way about Little Nicky. Like, it's a little too much, the character, but still hilarious. What a god. You know what movie should be on that I haven't seen, but has to have a marathon going for July 4th? Rocky. Rocky IV, Rocky literally ends the Cold War. James Brown performing in the beginning. Woo! What a film. Who knows where we'd be if Rocky didn't end the Cold War. Speaking of July 4th, I tried to choose the most American essential oil I possibly could today. Although it's difficult, because they're not really like McDonald's grease or gunpowder flavor. But I did go with cinnamon. Because Cinnabon just feels super, super American to me, so it counts. Cinnamon is an energy-boosting oil, known to alleviate nausea and headaches. And, uh, full disclosure, I plan on having those because July 4th, baby. Get out there. So this is energetic, cinnamon-boosted Saturday me apologizing for hungover Sunday me in a couple seconds. But first, hit the music. Sunday, Sunday! It's the National Dose Expo! That's a funny gag, dude. 
I was trying so hard to find the Sunday, Sunday, Sunday from the commercial for the monster truck thing, and then I found it, but then I found this one, and it's way funnier from King of the Hill. Sunday, Sunday, and Saturday. Hilarious little joke. Mike Judge is a genius. He's done so many good things. Beavis and Butthead, Office Space, Idiocracy is a hilarious movie and actually coming true, Silicon Valley he just did, and King of the Hill. What a guy. I could have started with July 4th stuff, because happy July 4th to me, but it's not happy July 4th to you. It's actually not really even possible that it's July 4th for you. Although, it could be next year's July 4th, or the year after. Man, that's tough. How far in advance do I plan? I guess we gotta do another intro. We gotta try it. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't think it would turn out that funny. First part, nice. Sounds great. Second part, sounds more like a polka or if chipmunks were doing the national anthem. Third part, sounds a lot like Japanese video game soundtrack or something. It was dope though. Loved it. Respect. No disrespect for speeding up the national anthem, but uh, comedy. The hangover's here, as I predicted, and I'm using peppermint oil to try to get rid of it. Evidence suggests that peppermint oil may help relieve symptoms of indigestion, IBS, and heartburn. It can also help reduce nausea, vomiting, and morning sickness. Maybe I overshot it? I don't think I'm pregnant. That'd be cool, though. It'd be a story about that. People would listen to the podcast for that. I drank beer yesterday. I'm not a huge beer drinker. I'll have a beer just because it tastes cool and it's cold and it's nice. But not like a bunch of them to get drunk. I like to drink, but I'm more of a liquor guy. It felt, though, like July 4th I should be drinking beers. Is that more American or less? I don't really know. I went for it. Don't regret it. Regret it a little bit. You know what's a little bit of BS about July 4th? It's not even real. America didn't declare their independence on July 4th. They did it two days before, I think. So Thomas Jefferson and his crew are all psyched on the 2nd. And then they don't publish the paper till the 4th. How about this? Americans will eat 150 million hot dogs during the 4th. That's great. That is amazing. Give me a dog. Sign me up. I don't care what's in it. It's delicious. Another little-known fact, the Declaration of Independence was actually stolen in a big heist. It was wild, and, uh, I caught a documentary on it on TV not long ago. The guy's named, uh, Benjamin Gates, I believe. And I'm pretty sure... Ned Stark was there, too? It was weird. The whole thing was just... It is a long story. They did it twice, I think. Maybe three times? I'm not sure. You would think they would figure it out eventually. Like, just guard it? But, yeah, stolen. Alright, before we sign off, I got a product to pitch. How about this? I sing all the time. If you couldn't tell, I mean, you're just not listening to the pod enough. And I am great. Just completely undiscovered yet. But... When I'm out in public, you can't just sing, even if you have headphones on. Like, there's headphones so that they can't hear your music. Why is there nothing to sing into so that they can't hear you? There's got to be something where you can just belt it out, and the sound is all your own, and it's just gone. I don't know how it works. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an engineer. But someone out there has got to figure it out, because I want to sing in public, and I actually don't care if people hear me, but I don't want to be that guy. Then I'm just a bard? Like, medieval bard? And then I gotta learn to play the lute? Or the harp? It just sounds like a lot. 
I could whistle when I walk around. I do that a lot, too. But then I sound like Omar Little, and then everyone runs, baby. The Wire. What a show. This episode is jam-packed with references. It's like, how many could I sneak in there? I hope everyone enjoyed this one. It was a different format. I had fun doing it. I think I'll do it again in the future to mix it up. But next week, we'll probably get back to guests, get back on a normal schedule. 20 episodes in the books. Thank you for listening. As always, follow me on social media at the link underscore podcast. Tell your friends, spread the word, maybe drop a review on Apple. If you don't have an Apple product, go buy one and then drop a five-star review and maybe leave a comment or steal someone else's phone and do it or then give it back because that's a nice thing to do. You know, whatever you can do, just help me out. Help me help you. Code word, July 4th, what's it going to be? It's got to be something super American. I've already done hot dog, believe it or not. Yeah, that's tough. This is the first time I've run into one that's already used. I could do fireworks, but Katy Perry's got that one locked down. What else? How about Bald Eagle? Bald Eagle's good. You don't see them much. So if they get posted, they'll stand out. Do any bird. It's fine. Everyone will understand. Also, if you're at a barbecue or something, although you won't hear this on July 4th, but I'm definitely going to do it. I'm just going to point into the sky and go, holy sh**. Is that a bald eagle? And then when everyone turns around, I'll be like, I don't know, it just flew away really fast. They're big and it's quick. I don't, it, I'm pretty sure that was a bald eagle. That's going to be my joke for the day. It's not a good one, but you got to do what you can do. Thank you. See you next week. Thank you.